Guys, we are here to Punchline, and today is a very, very, extremely special day. This is the first time, the first time in a long time, but it won't be the last, that we have a guest in the building. This is Punchline Pod, presented by Snapback Sports. Jack Settlement here is next to me, and we have a NFL player sitting next to us, along with us, Kyle Hamilton. Introduce yourself and who you are, please. Oh, uh, I mean, you just said my name. So, yeah, it's Kyle Hamilton. Yes, I am a safety, I guess, for the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, yes, and, yes, yes. Um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I play football. Southern guy, huh? Atlanta, Georgia. Southern boy. In the, in the city? Um, Yeah, it's probably. Everyone always says they're from the city, even when they're not. But, Jack, talk to us. What you got for us today, man? Well, proper intro for Kyle, for those who don't know. Born in Greece. Correct. And oh, you are one that. of the longest and heaviest babies ever. Is that true? That is also correct. I actually think I set the record for tallest and heaviest baby ever born in that hospital in Greece. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Just learn something new. I didn't know that. Wow. It was like 9.9 9 pounds and 24 inches. Interesting. Yeah. Claim Greek, to fame. Greek freak. First Greek. One. Yeah, I guess you literally weren't. Well, I guess he's older than me. But One of three Korean players in the NFL. Other two are kicker from Atlanta and Kyler. That's correct. And played at Notre Dame. Big win over Duke. Yeah, big loss. Wait, bro, do you wear the Korea flag when the helmet stickers come out? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, man, I got to nice. represent my heritage. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, Kyle, we start every podcast by asking Marlon what is on his mind. So I'm going to see you react to that. Marlon, what's, what's on your mind today? <laughs> you know, I had a conversation today in the hot tub with some guys. And the question was... It was actually with Tyler Linderbaum, our center for the Baltimore Ravens. The question was, is there more people that can run 19 miles per hour or more people that make over 300K a year? In the world? In America. Because if you go world, there's a lot of kids that can really slide probably that just slide. It is 100% more people that can run over, or that can, that make over 300K. 100%? If you're making over 300K, you like... You're in the top 1%. But running 19 miles per How hour fast is, is fast. 19, 19 you, miles per hour is like a... It's like a fast. four... Four? No, that's not a four. four it's four. not a four four. 19 no. miles per hour. If you're running four four, you're like 21. That's not a four four nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not a four four nine. No. Okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Four six? The fastest we can run is 21. You don't even hit that in a 40. You, uh, you might... Probably like 25 to 40, you're probably hitting 21. Well, not me. I'm slow, but maybe you. You're all, all world Dude, you got to think about how many people, for the most part, on a college track team, everyone can run 19. Everybody on a college that's, track that's team can run 23. D1, D2, they're high schoolers. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's 100%. So are you arguing... <laughs> For the side of 19 miles an hour? Yeah. I bet Dude. there's less than 5,000 people in Baltimore that can run 19 miles an hour. Oh, no, them Baltimore kids might be sliding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, look, it's, it's, it, I think, I, I haven't really picked a side. I haven't picked a side, but making 30K years is hard. Yeah. To do. A lot of people ain't just making that out the gate. Well, my my image of somebody making 300k is somebody's like probably a little chunky, like 
That's what I'm saying. And then, and then you got to think about this. A kid that played high school ball, didn't go anywhere after that could run 19, went to college, became a frat boy. You Not ain't really. running 19 no more. Now you're, you're 20, you're 26. You run now the hamstring pull gone. Uh. Yeah, but they're probably making 300K. You know, all the Wall Street like you, drugs. I guess you can actually be on both sides. That's the difference. I didn't think about that. You could also be on both sides at different points in your life. Exactly. You have to, you I, have to give one up. Thought. It's food for thought, guys. That was what was on my mind this morning. I don't know what made me. I think I thought the 1%. I don't even know. I'm not even sure what. What, what did Tyler say? Tyler went with. He can't hit 19, right? He said he. He's, <laughs> Tyler can he move can a slide. little bit. He can slide. I don't think he hit 19. Chico, has he hit 19 before? <laughs> oh, we also have a live audience today. Yes. We will be doing a live audience show in the harbor at some point soon. Hopefully, we can get more than 10 people there. That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> but um, that's on the mind. We're back on. We're okay. back on. We're back on. To First the, fan to question for you. Is Marlon the most annoying teammate you've ever had? High school, college, pro career? Definitely not. Uh, probably yeah. Not not in a bad way. It's thank just you. like thank you. Marlon's good in doses. Like it depends on in doses. It depends on what kind of we're well, gonna get the same Marlon. I'm a daily multivitamin like, man. I, I am needed every day. Pause. <laughs> Sounded a little weird, <laughs> but uh, probably yeah. Is there someone that comes to mind that you wouldn't say? No, nah, I mean everybody else is probably just. Been like chill, yeah, no and then Marlon's that. just Marlon, but you love him for it at the no same time. No What's one thing about Marlon people don't know? Don't freaking touch me. Um, I'm a great golfer. He bikes a lot. There we go. You're not a great golfer. Actually. I do got two bikes. I got three. I think I have three bikes here. Um, who has been your most gifted teammate in your football career? College, high school, it could be a high school guy that should have made it, but he just wouldn't get off the streets. It could be a guy who just, you know, couldn't get the academics. It could be a guy in college that just, you know, just couldn't get right on the field. You know, it can be anything. <laughs> Give it to us. Um, probably the person we just played, a uh, linebacker from the Browns, Jeremiah Wusu Koromo, number six. Jeremiah Wusu Kowon? Koromo. <laughs> Koromo. <laughs> he, uh, we played two years in Notre Dame together. He won the Buckus when we were there. He was supposed to go first round, but some stuff happened. Um, nothing bad. It was just like some medical stuff. So he's only in his second year? Third. No, third. Um, I didn't even know. But yeah, he's a freak. But and it's like there's times in college where he like wouldn't necessarily understand the defense that was going on. But it's just like let Wu just go make a play. That was his nickname, Wu. Wu. That's what we call him. But yeah, he's probably the most freak athlete that I played with. Probably better than you. <laughs> What's one thing that most people don't know about Kyle? <laughs> well, he's Korean. We just we already we just discussed that. that. You want to ask Kyle about uh, make a play in person? First career interception. Oh yeah. So first interception. What did it feel like to secure that catch and end the game? Closer. How did that feel, man? Well, game was already probably over at that point. Uh, uh, game was literally over. It was zero. Uh, was things, zero we've seen crazy things happen before. <laughs> yeah, 25-point touchdown. They could have scored right there. Uh, yeah, that's nothing but a two-point conversion, two-point conversion, 16. Two-point conversion. 
Oh, crap. Now the game was over. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, interception at the end of the game. I mean, you got to fight to the last play. And that's a Northern Dame way. I mean, that's how we do that it at true. the Irish. Rudy. That is true. All that. We fight to the end of the game. How did it feel to secure that ball game? And let's get us home to Baltimore. Uh, it was cool. I mean, the whole defense was balling out the whole game. Chico got a pick. Shout out Chico in the crib. Um, BC got a pick. Guys got a couple sacks and... Luckily, I got in on the party at the end. You know, that guy broke that run at the end of the game. Yes. And, you, and then I tackled him. You did tackle the him. The Notre Dame way. The Raven way. The Raven way. The Raven way. There we go. Um, but yeah, That's I also play and then got rewarded by the football guys. <sighs> caught the ball. Was messing around a little bit in the end zone yeah, after I, I caught say, it. Did you yeah. want to run it out? No, I was kind of just <laughs> trying to, because I'm always trying out for the offense whenever yeah. I have the ball, like in case I need emergency receiver. So I just need to put it on tape, a little agility, shiftiness, just in case things don't work out on defense. Who was your, did you watch a lot of football growing up? Yeah. You you said that Odell used to be your screensaver? Yeah. Well, I grew up an LSU fan, so. Um, no dogs in it? Yeah, no dogs. No, my godmother was pretty high up at LSU, like in terms of football team. Um, I think she was like, I don't even know her position, her position on the team, but used to go to all the bowl games. I see championships in Atlanta, so we go to when LSU was there. Always good. Um, LSU played in Athens, like when Odell made that catch in the end zone on the kick return. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I was at that game. I was probably like 10. Um, I'm lucky young. Uh, He's post 2000, baby. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, crap. You went 2001? Wow. I'm old. Um, wow. Players that carry my fantasy team. We were just talking about this. I have a group chat with some of my friends. We just send in random players. Um, Ahmad Bradshaw was like my RB2 for like three years. He was great for me. Adrian Peterson carried me. Who else? Greg Olson gave me some good years. Who's my quarterback? I never had a great quarterback. I drafted Peyton Manning one year, and that's when I stopped valuing quarterback position in fantasy football. Why? He had a bad year? He didn't have a bad year, but it's like you can get, you need like RB1 and receiver one to get you points. Because like, depends on the week. Quarterback can have 200 yards, but like that's not good for fantasy. And then two touchdowns, that's four points a touchdown. But I stopped playing fantasy. You're deep in the fantasy stuff. But you had to stop playing now? No, I stopped probably freshman year of college. But middle school, high school, it was like. I had I Dwayne Bowe. Do you remember the Dwayne Bowe Dwayne Bo- Oh, I had Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles was cooking for me. Jamal Charles was cooking. Oh, you guys are fantasy. Yeah, no, it was a big Y'all speak another language. I don't even. So what's it like playing with Odell about. after? Are you an Odell fanboy? Yeah. A little a bit, fanboy? a little bit. Um, I was growing up. I feel like a lot of people were, though, at the same time. He was, he was a big deal. He's like. He a big deal. He's like the AI of football. Um. People started doing the one hand grab, saying one hand catch, the tats, like the socks. Uh, I was actually talking to him about that the other day. You know, everybody wears like the scrunchy socks. Yes. Um, I was like, "Did you start that?" He showed me a look and was like, "Come on, man, you know I started that." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Word, word, word." Uh, But I mean, yeah, I was an LSU fan, so I knew him in college. I didn't know him, but I was watching him in college, and then he was popping off in New York. So I was like, "I'm gonna ride with Odell." Pause. Who's your favorite? Give me your top two safeties in the league right now. We were going to ask you for your top five, but on Marlon's show, he can only ever give four. So I think. So now we push it down to two. Yeah, we just me. cut okay. it down to yeah, two. That's yeah, give, tough. Give me two. Give me two. I like Derwin a lot. 
It's gonna be hard for me to make. You can, you can do give tree. a full Do three. No, you can give five. I'm going to give you five. Yeah, yeah. If that's okay. Do he went to Notre Dame, so. Cinco. Let him use that. Derwin, Minka, Justin Simmons. I like Buddha's game a lot. That boy be flying. I like Buddha's game a lot. Harrison Smith, shout out Notre Dame. That's oh, five. Hey. There's other guys, too. I like Javon Holland, Miami a lot. Kevin Byard. I'm forgetting Honey Badger people too. Honey Badger, I was, I think Honey Badger was my screensaver at one point too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, there's a lot of good safeties in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Williams what, what probably up Gino there too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna put <laughs> my counterpart, man. Gino is like crap, man. Two I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking outside of the Ravens. Right, I'm right. thinking outside. You're of thinking Ravens. about Minka because we play him this week. I got you. Yeah, got but, you. Harrison uh, Smith. How old is he? He's got to be 34, 33. Harrison Smith's probably about 33, 34. I didn't know he was a Northern Dame guy. Yeah, safe to you. Are y'all? Are, is, probably is that not. a thing? I, I was. No. I was. Yeah, I was. That, is Notre Dame's it, not safe to you. I don't think. What are you? What is Northern Dame? O-line you, tight end you. Tight end you. School you, academic you. I feel like Iowa's tight end you, right? I say Notre Dame. Oh, we do got an Iowa guy Well, well tell me about, no, like what you. all tight ends are from Notre Dame? Cole Komet, Tyler Eifert. Um, He's with the Bengals for a while? Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Michael Mayer, Tommy Tremble. Who else we have? I don't know if that competes with. Yeah, it's kind of. Who's I would have? Hawk, anything, Hawkinson, Kittle, George Fant. Fryer Moose. Uh, Pat, no, Pat went to Penn State. Oh, Penn State, right. Sam's doing well. Let's be real. There's not that many elite tight ends, if we're being honest. Okay, maybe not. Maybe. We are O-line you, I think. Maybe. Yeah, Bakari went to Notre Dame. Who? Bakari. Bakatari. Bakatari. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't go to Notre Dame. Where he went? Ronnie went to Notre Dame. Where did Bakatari go? <laughs> I don't know. Bakatari. What is that? What's that? Bakatari, I'm pretty Bakari? sure. Bakari? No, what is that food? <laughs> what is that food that's like a... Baklava. Baklava. You like that? Why are you saying that? crap like is that? so <laughs> sticky, like... <laughs> <laughs> I got some of that for free, and I thought I was going to pay. It was so awkward. I went to... I was... I had a... Is that Israeli? I had a... Uh, I had a connecting flight that was like a super long connecting flight in uh, Istanbul. Istanbul. Get out of Istanbul. (laughs) Leave the airport. And I'm like, you know, me and my driver, we couldn't communicate. So I'm like, yo, like, need you to take me, blah, blah, blah. And so we started doing, after a while, I was like, I need you the whole day. Like, I need you. You're going to be my personal driver. Wait, he could or couldn't communicate? We couldn't. So I'm just. What do they speak? Turkish? Is that a language? I have no idea what he was speaking. But Wait, anyway, so then we he pulled out his phone like, yo. And so we started speaking through the phone, through the phone app. So I'm saying stuff and then he listening and then he running it back to me. Basically, long story short, we got an agreement. Look, you my personal driver all day. I'm only here for like, like eight hours, something like that. Went out, just walking around town. It was interesting. You know, went to the little, flea. they got a crazy flea market. I don't even know if it's called a flea market. Anyway, it's crazy. I almost bought a Rolex. It was fake. <laughs> a flea market. Yeah, yeah, it was fake. It was fake. But, you know, they took me upstairs. I thought I was going to get jumped at one point. But got some food. I love, you know, the little, little 
Food street. Street food. Street oh, yeah, food. You know food what I mean? Street. Not always the healthiest, but should be taking tasting good. And then I got some baklava. And man, it looks good. But it don't really taste that great. It's just sticky, it gets stuck in your mouth. And the baklava was good. <laughs> then the airport's crazy. Ended up Jeez. going to the airport, buying <laughs> some crap. I forgot. I even bought a hotel. From in the, the airport. Market? I like stayed in a hotel in the air, like a little small one room, took a shower in there, you know, laid down a little bit. And there's everyone had the hairlines. I guess Istanbul is really big on the hairlines. Like, like they had like the Jalen Rose. Hairline implants. Oh. So everyone was wearing uh uh everyone was wearing headbands. Headbands and and then some people just had the patches. I'm so lost. It was red hairlines <laughs> everywhere. I'm dead serious. But on my flight alone, there was at least 15 people with a red hairline, a headband on, or just bandages on their head. And baklava. Baklava was everywhere <laughs> you saw. No, Dude, I mean, it must be like super discount or it just BBLs came out. Or something? Dude, I mean, it was crazy though. Like, you know, I would think if I was gonna the get my hairline, you know, my job's starting to go a little bit, and I would at least go here. They were just getting late from back here to like here. They weren't even trying to bring it to the front. They was just, I mean, I mean, everyone wants a hairline there, I guess. I guess it's a big badge of honor, but um, that's what I noticed. That's what I noticed. Istanbul, Baklava, and, you know, it was a vibe. Sounds like you got a lot of that trip. <laughs> I, dude, that, I was very happy I stayed in the airport. I bought a like a thousand dollar pin. <laughs> For what? Actually, somehow I sent it back to get it fixed, and it, it, I never got it back. So I was kind of wasting money, but it, it was a good trip. How many times have you been trip. scammed in your life? Well, this—I don't even know what happened with this one. I—I I, I have no idea. I have no idea. This was a legit pen. I just dropped it like the first day. It was one of those ink pens. Yeah, mm -hmm. mess up the. <sighs> yeah, but anyway, Istanbul baklava, <laughs> good stuff. That's my—that's my story about that. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you think if you model a game after Derwin in today's NFL, like, do you have to change who you model your game after? Like, people growing up, they would, like, Ed Reed, big hitter, Ray mm. Lewis, big hitter, Derwin. But the NFL has kind of changed. But he kind of got a sidetrack. I don't know if you can connect the dots on Istanbul and, <laughs> and, 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 and Derwin James. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah. totally um, Yes, Yes and no. Um, I'd like to say I'd try to take bits and pieces, especially in college when I was like watching a bunch of guys in the league just trying to like perfect my craft before I got here. Um, but like, <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Sean Taylor too. Yeah, He was Sean a bigger Taylor. guy, RIP. That's probably my favorite safety ever, Sean Taylor. Um, but yeah, Derwin's a bigger guy like myself and um, he does a lot of things. He plays deep, can play in the box and can do a bunch of stuff. But I like, like, Honey Badger's just instincts. Like, I feel like he plays very instinctual. Um, Justin Simmons and Marcus, I feel like two of the two of the more rangier safeties in the league. So just watching the way that they read stuff out of the post and stuff like that. But at the same time, not trying to change a bunch of stuff that I do myself. Just try to be my own player at the end of the day as well. You ready, Marlon? Normally we do Marlon's tweets, but you actually have a pretty good Twitter game. You're not very active though. Why? Yeah, I don't. I think I don't tweet during the season. Yeah, yeah. I just got. I deleted. You have that boy be locked in. That boy be locked in. Stop playing. Else, what's that? We locked in. We still locked have plenty in. of content for you. We're gonna okay. start with 
No way people still eat McDonald's. Oh, yeah. That one kind of blew up. Yeah. I haven't eaten McDonald's probably since like seventh grade, eighth grade. Smacking every once in a while. I do nah. about I do about once every about four Ocho months. Ocho Cinco says it's the premier diet for I think NFL he actually players. responded to that tweet. Yeah. What do you think? You think like he genuinely believes. Like he'll go on podcasts, he'll tell everyone, like yeah, eat McDonald's, that. get your body right. I think I'd rather not eat than eat McDonald's. I think if it was like the last meal on earth, I'd probably just You have it. a Cane's hat though. I do have a Cane's Would you hat. Rep for Canes? Shout out Cane's. Um would I? Like I'm saying should people eat canes? Is that good for the body? I mean, no free pub, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no free pub. I just wear the hat. No free pub. No, take the hat off. Yeah, we'll just blur the logo. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not cutting me a check, but I definitely would support canes. Canes is fire. What's your canes order? Caniac combo. Hold the cane sauce, though. I don't eat cane sauce. Really? Yeah. Don't eat cane sauce. No coleslaw, extra toast, obviously. obviously. Love the coleslaw. Um, you love the coleslaw? Oh, I'm an extra coleslaw. You're guy. like the only every. Other You're like a no fry guy. extra coleslaw yeah. kind of guy, aren't you? I do. I just lo- I love coleslaw. Like yesterday we had barbecue after the game. I was just like, "Where's the coleslaw?" <laughs> they had no coleslaw. They had all this other crap, salmon Wait, macaroni. Was, did you have canes on the flight yesterday? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love canes. canes. I guess. Oh, is that where you got? No, no, I got this at the Phoenix Open in mm. Waste Management Open. Um, I was actually in a canes suite. Turns out. So you do get a little love from them. No yeah, check, they, but they gave me some loves. They gave me a couple hats. Yeah. Gave me my girlfriend a hat and good seats on the 16th hole. Oh, okay. That That's was okay. at Super Bowl week, right? That was Super Bowl week. So mm. you were both at Drake in Super Bowl, LA, and you were in Arizona, right? Oh. Wait, you were at the Drake? In no, I, I had to take, LA. I watched uh, the Super Bowl in AZ in Vietnam. Oh. Did I even watch? Yeah, I did. Nice. So I wasn't out. Oh, you went to the Drake concert in AZ? Mm, it was fire. Dude, he was kind of fire in uh, L.A. There was like this little section of celebrity slash athletes that I somehow got in. I was like, I'm not supposed to be in here. Yeah. How was it? How was <laughs> the this? whole thing's VIP though? How was it set like, up? It's uh, like a very small. It, it was a. It was in an airport airport yeah. hangar. So like it was in like a hangar, and they had a stage in the middle. So they built the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty wait, does he always perform on a circle stage in the middle? No, but that's kind of been his thing recently. Yeah, yeah so the one I was at in LA was uh, that every was- everybody was like, every section was kind of famous or yeah. wealthy type. Except yeah. GA, you were GA. GA. Like general admission. You were wandering. No, no. You were on the table. No. Big dog, big dog, what? Who were you on the table with? Well, I was in a section, man. With who? <laughs> when I saw you, you were, you were definitely wandering around. Because I was... You know, I was a single man. I was trying to get out of her. I was trying to get out of her. Look, She's I was. About to be I was. Um, I was in. I believe the Twitter, mm. the Twitter joint behind me. But there were some celebs they at were. this joint. Bro, Bezos Sam and Az. Bezos was in LA. Bezos was there. Yeah, dude. I got a Bezos story, bro. You have Super a Bezos Bowl story? in Miami. I knew a guy. I actually flew down to Miami. Now, did I fly on this jet? Yes, I flew out down on this jet. Uh, a guy was actually worried. He was my boss at one point. Anyway, he's like, yo, I got to get this section at live. Like, I got to get the section at live. He was like adamant about it. I think it was like, it was, it might've been over 200K. It was, I want to say 500K, but I don't, I hopefully, hopefully it wasn't that, but it was a crazy number. I was like, bro, like, why is it so adamant? And he's a supplier of a lot of Amazon products. And he wanted to be next to Bezos mm. at the club because he had the section next to him. Smart. 
Wait, Bezos had a section at Lyft? Bro, yes. So Bezos I'm in be that, outside? So I'm in that, bro, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I'm like, bro, I'm like, oh, I got to make this. But like, I mean, I didn't really want to hang out. With it, so I'm like, yo, I got to get there. Barely get in. Because, you know, at Liv, if you don't walk in with the people you're with, you can't really tell them at the door you're with somebody because they hear that all the time. So I get in there. I'm like, yo, where's like, I'm like, is Bezos really about to come up in here? Bezos slides in out of nowhere. Him and that really tall tight end who's a Hall of Famer. Curly hair, light skin, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Bezos in there vibing, making out with chicks. No cap. I'm not even lying. I'm talking about chicks vibing. Or uh, he was like one chick, dancing. but he had all the little Jones. I'm like, dang. Bro. Vibing, vibing. My boy like daps him up. I'm like this close to Bezos. I ain't, I'm like... I didn't want to be like, yo, Bezos, what's up? Like, you know, it was loud. Oh, you're tripping. I wouldn't have cared. I would have been like, yo, Bro, Bezos, what's so up? So as I'm building up confidence, building up confidence, out of nowhere, Bezos in like five seconds ducks off the back of the of the the couches, just turns around, gets off, bounces. Look up 30 seconds later, he's in a whole nother section at the top. <laughs> he bought two sections, I guess, just to vibe out. And when it got too hot in the front, he was the closest one to the DJ booth. He just bounced out and was at the top. And I was just like, I mean, he's the richest man in the world. Wow, in the whole world. Like, I just didn't think Bezos partied like that, but he was vibing. He was vibing heavy, and so I was basically, I was almost a billionaire that night. But <laughs> I missed my. Opportunity. Did either of you get invited to the after party, Drake's after party? Which one? I wasn't at, cool at Phoenix. The, yeah. I wasn't cool enough. Nah, I wasn't cool enough. I yeah, I, was, I wasn't cool. Enough. I was also in a sling because I just had surgery. That's we saw you. Oh, that's like, super trash. Yeah, no, I had surgery right after the season on my wrist. So the whole Super Bowl weekend, I'm just in a sling. <sighs> it kind of sucks, but um, but yeah, no, I wasn't cool enough for the after party. I, I actually didn't even know of an after party. Yeah, you probably weren't cool enough then. But I wore a chain for the first time outside yeah. that night. Bust down. You want to attract some attention? Wear a chain. This is my first and last time wearing a chain. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. I mean, you get a lot of eyes. Get a lot of eyes. And it was Judon's chain. I was with Judon. Was I with Judon? It wasn't even your chain. No. <laughs> Judon's. I was like, Judon, let me wear it. Because he had two chains. He had two chains. I don't want Judon to wear them chains, bro. Let me wear the chain. Chain game. So, <laughs> it was a vibe. That, all right, that, that's something I remember about that night as well. So I even had the chain on and didn't get invited. So I super wasn't cool enough. Kyle's tweets, Drake is the best artist, including MJ, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And that's, LeBron that's is the that's best basketball player ever, including Michael Jordan. That tweet actually blew up as well. There's a lot I of... Mean, the Michael MJ. Jackson one is probably worse. All right. I don't know. Drake kind of has hits, though. I think, I don't, I think not, he has the it's most... It's not comparable, like, though. With, I think he has the most like hits all time, but at the same time, I think it's no discredit to Michael... Well, I guess I am just it's a discrediting era. it. It's a different but era. at the same time... He was the only person really doing what he was doing at that time. Like, it was maybe Prince, The Beatles, and Michael Jackson. Now it's just everybody. You got Taylor Swift. You got Bad Bunny. You got all these people who are so global. And for Drake to still be like, I'm kind of glazing right now. But um, I think Do you think the if way he started in, dating someone on a WNBA team that he would get as much hype as Taylor's getting with Travis? No, I think it's just... Travis Kelsey in the the Kelsey's kind of the celebrity cool. status that he has, and also I think he's had like his relationship has been pretty public for like the past couple of relationships. Um, 
And like you watched Sunday Night Football last night and it's like, yeah, you're it's not even Taylor watching the Jets and Chiefs, you're just watching Taylor Swift <laughs> in the box. But You want to know the biggest difference? What I think between Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson compared to LeBron <laughs> and Drake, social media. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Social media before, there was no social media, right? People had to go see Michael Jordan play basically in person for the most part. You didn't know really much about Michael Jordan. You didn't know anything about Michael Jackson. You're just like, he sings, puts out music, and then that's all you know about him. So people are like going crazy and insane. In this era, it's like, people go watch LeBron and on their phone the entire time, including myself. It's like, yeah, it's LeBron, but I, I want to like, I know about LeBron, I know about his kids, I know how he acts. When all that is in the question, it makes everything a lot it's more- It's like more of an aura. More of an aura, like, that you see those true. like pictures of Michael Jordan shoot, like there's, everyone's eyes are actually- on court. Like as Actually, to- I got an argument. I'd like to hear your input on this with my college roommates. If Michael Jackson was like popping today, I don't think he would be as big. He as wouldn't he be would. big at all. Like I think- He'd be like Chris Bruno Brown, Mars. If Chris Brown, like if all the stuff that didn't go down with Chris Brown back in the day, I think he would be like bigger than Drake. I think he would be, cause he can sing, dance, act, all that stuff. It's just like the- social narrative he just can't overcome that and with social media today i think it's so diluted that if michael jackson was michael jackson would definitely be big today but at the same time he wouldn't be michael jackson like we know michael jackson he would not be michael jackson as people know michael jackson michael jackson and chris brown rivalry would be fire that's a super hypothetical though can michael jackson really dance or can he just kind of jiggle and moonwalk like chris brown really, really he be, can have you seen michael jackson perform he, be he can definitely dance <laughs> Chris Brown. Doing a lot. The dancing is just different. I guess it is really different. Say. That's that's really what I, I like to say. see Michael Jackson like Nene. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The moves were a lot more. <laughs> Wild what, what makes you sure. put LeBron? Are you LeBron over MJ? I mean, I personally, I'm not gonna put anybody over. I can't. If you weren't like alive when Michael Jordan was really hooping, I don't really know how you could be. When did LeBron? When did Michael Jordan? Stop playing basketball. Like, 2000, early oh, 2000s, but like 98 was his last championship. Yeah, so it was like, I mean, I was two. It's like, I can't really tell you. Like, Michael Jordan, he was, boy, back when I was two, he was. <laughs> like, so like, that's what people be like, dude, you're like 22 years old talking about Michael Jordan's better than LeBron. Like, what if, what if you I didn't watch, watch tape, watch games? You're, no, you're not over here pulling up, pushing in cassette tapes by Michael Jordan's rookie year. <laughs> he didn't play in 1960. Freaking cassette tapes and, and freaking Michael Jordan's rookie year. You also can't watch things on cassette tapes. That's just audio. What? You, you know, a cassette tape, you just put like in the car and it plays music. Okay, freaking VCR. That's what I daggum me. Freak. You're not going to put it in freaking VCR and freaking daggum taking the VCR, the disc. Now You're I not like doing that. That's everyone's argument is like, it's before that time. But, but. Is just, Kobe, do you consider Kobe, like, could you give an analysis on Kobe versus LeBron? Like, uh, MJ played uh, against Kobe. MJ played against Shaq. Shaq played against LeBron. Like, people like to make it seem like Michael Jordan was born in the 40s yeah. and, and LeBron was born Are you in the oh, what, oh, what I'm, what I'm saying, dude, you were two years old. But that's my point. That's not your point. You weren't two watching Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was 22 and I've watched him play. Watch two play. Both of them. I haven't seen MJ play live, for sure. 
You haven't really watched him. They play his rookie year. You didn't watch all his games. Like I, I just don't think you can have a true no, argument if you are you not that. old enough to be able to be like to Does watch. Does that automatically both. make LeBron over MJ though? No, I just think it's just not a like. Oh, I got MJ over LeBron. Do you LeBron's think if, a crybaby. Like, do you no. think if LeBron came first and then MJ came? Because there's the there's like the Brady Mahomes thing right now, right? Yeah. To pass Brady, Mahomes is going to need to get. Close, right? In terms of championships? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he'll probably pass him in stats if he stays healthy. Yeah. If if MJ came in and won and went six for six and passed LeBron as opposed to LeBron chasing MJ, do you think that changes anything? Well, I'm a big LeBron guy, so I'm a little biased. Yeah. I could have we could do a whole other podcast on this. But I think it's kind of the same thing as like the Michael Jackson Drake thing. Like MJ came first and at, like had this aura about him. Michael Jordan came first, had the shoes, had, was worldwide. Um, nobody's seen anything like MJ before. It was Duncan, all that stuff. But I think if you want a basketball player to make your team better, you get LeBron James. Like people always say, oh, LeBron's the better overall basketball player, but MJ is better. I'm like, how, do, how does that make sense? The winner, yeah. But, but at the same time. Do you think time, Tom's the best overall football player? In terms of, well, obviously not like athletically, but like Tom has what seven rings. Yeah, like it would be tough for anybody ever to get. But seven isn't rings. that the MJ argument? Yeah, but I don't think I think Tom was going against tougher competition than MJ was. LeBron has the best ring ever. Beat a seventy three and nineteen, came back three one. That's the best ring of all time. Do you reward people for losing the first three? No, but you reward people for coming back 3-1 when it's never been done before. Yeah. And he has the I, most points all time. He put the orange ball in the orange rim more than anybody who's ever lived. Orange ever. ball in the orange <laughs> rim more than that. I, I think it's it's what you said earlier, which is like, I don't want to discredit. That's the problem. When you have the conversation, it like makes you sound like you're talking down on one or the other. It's like it's LeBron like not even worth having the conversation because yeah. like people are gonna be it's on never gonna it's be never gonna you're never gonna change anybody's opinion on that. But at the same time, it would be hard. LeBron's what four and six in the finals. Yeah, it would be hard to have any sort of argument for MJ if LeBron was like eight and eight and two. Yeah, like it would. That's the that's only. That's the, the only yeah. thing. But at the same time, Scotty, Scotty led in every other stat category except points. Yeah, and LeBron led both teams in the finals in points, rebounds, assists, yeah, blocks, and steals. So if you're looking at stats, it's got to be LeBron. I guess if you're looking at rings, I could see the Jordan argument. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it's like, who did the most with what? Like he, LeBron took Zdrunas Ogalskis and Booby Gibson to the freaking finals. They got swept, but he was like 23 years old doing that. Yeah. MJ was in college making a game winner for the Natty, which is kind of fire. Also, MJ has had the best, arguably the best college coach in basketball and then the best yeah. – NBA coach and LeBron had Mike Brown and David Blatt, so it all my, it all is part of the equation. I, like I said, I could, we could do we could do a whole episode. Yeah. I don't think Marlon Marlon doesn't us. have this knowledge. I don't think. All right, Marlon will have good take on this. I think there's did, just too many haters in this area. Did to you see anything anymore? Back in the day, there was not there was not this many freaking <laughs> haters back in the day, bro. Did you there's see Jimmy Butler in media that. day? Yes, I <laughs> he's got to do that every morning. year now. What do you think about that look? That's the I hate my parents. <laughs> the the guys keeping everybody on their toes, and I love it. Um, last year with the fake dreads, this year with the with the. Blowout. Did you see last year when he had the fake dreads? 
like the NBA, you know how they show like starting lineup lineups and show their roster photo? They yeah, took they like Jimmy Butler's like 2K, 2K picture instead of his actual picture, I guess, because they didn't want to like use the dreads that he had. <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. Marlon says he hasn't taken a photo for media since his rookie year. Yeah, he doesn't do media Yeah, I have not taken a picture since, yeah. Do you think that's smart as someone with the show? No. I'm I think it's just no him being day. stubborn, honestly. I'm team no media day. And oh, what a Super yeah, Bowl. Would, would you do Super Bowl media? If we like win the Devontae Super Smith didn't do it last year. Before, there's like the whole week, right? If we win the Super Bowl. No, no, to before. What, 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 you know when they do all the media stuff the week of? Oh, I mean, you got to do the media stuff, I think. You don't have to. I mean, you can say the I don't want to get fine thing, but like. No, you can You can be sick. I, I have no, I, I've never not done an interview. I don't do, I don't like dress up. I don't want to dress up to fake. If I'm putting on pads, I want to play the game. You don't put on pads for the media. Yeah, you do. What do you mean? For our media, for the Ravens oh, personal oh, media. Oh, that, so you just don't do like your. Yeah, I don't put on my pads and jersey and cleats and then say cheese. You also said <laughs> you put, we're going to put on your pads for the preseason game. You knew you weren't playing. Yeah, because I want to be locked in. I have to warm up in those pads. I just didn't take them off. Yeah, that's fine. I don't play dress up, man. I don't play dress up and smile and cheese. Okay, guys, now yell right here. Pay me some money and I'll do it. <laughs> Pay me they some do. dough. They literally pay. They you. literally. The Ravens media day does not pay us. They play us on game checks, not media day dress up checks. That's a part of it all, though. No, it's not. That's why they say, guys, look, come get your photos. They try to encourage you because they want you to post your photo. But it's for the fans. No, it's not. So you don't care about the fans. It's not for the fans at all. I took a picture. Rookie year. You got my photo. There it is. Done. No dress up here. You should do media. And day I love the last cameras, year. but I don't do dress up. <laughs> in your last year? Yeah, you should he do media to day your last year. Seasons. Yes. 25? I'm 25. not stopping. You'll be getting cooked. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got the whole transition, gained some weight, put my foot and put my hand in the dirt. <laughs> no. Hold that double team. Huh. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, one more Kyle's tweet. You you just put a question mark to it, but would you rather have rookie Brady or rookie Mahomes? Who would you draft? Oh, see, this was I'm gonna put a little plug for the dead podcast, but this was for my college podcast. Sorry, guys, didn't want to yeah, no interfere with y'all's success. But um, <laughs> rookie Brady or rookie Mahomes? If I know where they're gonna be in the future, I want. I think I want Brady. Really. If I know what if I know what they are now, I think I want Mahomes. Just strictly off talent, that makes sense though, right? Like arm talent, mobility, all that stuff. Brady, so, so prospect, you're saying prospect I'm wise, I'm picking Mahomes. Yeah, but yeah, you for sure pick Mahomes. Brady and Brady was never like a big stat guy. I mean, he got all the stats because he played so long, but like, just he's probably the best game manager in history of sports. And then, like, system quarterback, huh? System quarterback. No, because he didn't you can say that too. He went to Tampa. And, um, he went to Tampa when he was the same thing again. Years old and want to he made the system, Dadgummit. Yeah, I so mean, he takes it. Brady, like, if you could just win the seven rings, or if you knew what time was going to be, you would build a team that way. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. I think I'll you, if things go without them having what they did, I think, I mean, you did not ask me this question, but I'm answering. Um, Mahomes, there's a lot more mobility. I feel like Mahomes makes a lot more things happen happen when things go wrong. I would say, and that goes mainly to that, the athleticism like aspect. I had dinner with 
assistant coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers, strength coach, whatever. He does something, dealing with the weight room. Anyway, he talked about LeBron. He was there with no LeBron when LeBron came back. And he just talked about the, when LeBron comes in a room, everybody listens. I feel like, I don't know how Mahomes is, obviously, but when I hear guys talk about Brady, that's how it is. So when you, yeah. you always got to factor that. That's hard to replicate, yeah. for sure. Is there anyone in the Ravens locker room like that? Probably me. <laughs> um, when I rock in the room, it's straight business. Like, we don't. <laughs> it's probably the opposite. Guys, like, honestly. see, like, it, guys just, <laughs> it's a respect thing, you know, yeah. being one of the longest tenured guys on the team now. For sure. Are you the longest? Nah. Whoa. Tucker. 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 Oh, yeah. Kickers don't. Our kickers players. <laughs> still to be, just still trying to figure that out. <laughs> but other than Tucker, I mean, you know, you know. No, Ronnie. All right, I'm not the longest, but I'm one of the longest. When I walk in the room, books get open, pens get out, and it's, it's eyes <laughs> locked in ears. So, yeah, that, to answer that question, me. Thank you. You agree? No. Yes. Um, you didn't need to ask him. It's probably the opposite. Him. We didn't even need to ask him. When Marlon walks in... It's probably eyes on, eyes on him because he's a little late, and then how dare him? And then he's bouncing around the room, doesn't know where to sit. But he does get locked in. He gives some some little motivational speeches that thank you. You take little bits and pieces from. Yeah, thank we you. saw it at the high school game. Yes. Yeah, you got the boys. Yes, fired. and my boys won. My boys won. We were the Hawks, and we don't mess around. <laughs> Ears get open when I speak. And if you're listening right now, open your ears and motivate yourself because today is going to be your day. Yeah. Believe that and trust in that. <laughs> Hope you listen to this in the morning. You're going to have the best day of your life. And if you're doing it at night, have the best sleep of your life and wake up in the morning and let's go get it. Honestly, though, it's probably Roquan. Yeah. Roquan is, I don't know if you saw it, Gino, first play of the game what? yesterday. Like we, we walk out there and Roquan has the green dot, gives us the plays. Roquan's face was literally, did you see his face? Bro, it was yeah, like, I, I think say. he just hit the smelling salts on the sideline. So <laughs> he comes out there and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, the game like literally hasn't started yet. <laughs> but Roquan is like, sometimes he will motivate Roquan, you to run through a wall. Like, sometimes Roquan do be. That might be his best quality other than being like a ridiculous linebacker. Like he, he will be, motivate. He be teed up. He be teed up. He gets a little. He gets, a, he, he gets a little. He gets a little scary sometimes. Yeah, he'll get it all out of you. He gets. A, he gets a little scary sometimes. Have I ever been around another guy like that? What about if Ray ever came back? Roe is how I would imagine Ray was. I agree. Except Roe's like one of the. It's weird though. Roe's like one of the nicest. Roe knows like everyone's name in the whole building. Yeah. Did I say Ray or, or Roe? Roe Ro knows like everyone's name in the whole building. He's like one of the nicest guys. He can make a conversation with literally anybody. You'll ask somebody for something. He's like, oh, yeah, that's Eric. You'll be like, what? this is my first time ever even seeing this guy in the building. I've never even seen him before. Like, yeah, he went to high school around the corner, actually. He's like, okay. But no, it's, it's as much of a doggy as he's a very nice guy. Very nice guy. It's interesting qualities. He has respect for you, though. He likes to play it off. But he bought you the, the I, Lambo. I, he bought you the Lambo. No, I the told vet, you when the I walk vet, in a room, the vet. it's over with. Yeah. No more. It ain't no more games being played. Period. Next question. Next <laughs> question. It right? wasn't even a question. <laughs> it was just your rant. Uh, you tweeted that you could give Wemby buckets. Do you yeah. actually believe that? No, that's a lie. Um, Seven foot. No, but I think. A bucket? I think if we played one-on-one, -on -one, I'm not going to stop him from scoring. But I think at the same time, like, 
I think I'm big enough to the point where I could give him some body and then <clears throat> get some space. <clears throat> and I'm quick enough to the point where if I have him on the perimeter, I could blow past him or keep him on his toes and make him back up a little bit, maybe hit a little jumper. But at the same time, he's like 7'12", so I don't know if I could get a jump shot over him. But I don't know how Wimby's going to pan out. I think I'm I think I'm pro Wimby, but I don't know if the LeBron best prospect ever comparisons are valid. Prospect, I feel like, yeah. Like, just from the traits he has? I think Bobo can do everything that Wimby can do. Wow. Okay. Bobo. Shout out Bobo. Bobo's out a bucket. He is, else, but his defensive metrics are, like, the worst ever. Are they really? Yeah. yeah like, you Bobo. would think he could play defense, but he can't. That's true. Who's your player comp? He said his is Pat Bev or Draymond Green. In the NBA? Yeah. Who's my player comp? Drew Holiday. I'd say. Really? When I was playing AU, I was, like, the defense guy and then we'll give you some buckets too but i want to i'm probably more athletic than drew though probably like russell westbrook honestly like 2016 russell westbrook mm-hmm. um not that he's washed but his jumper has lost a little bit of its pureness that's but my player comp i'm below the, the rim russell westbrook you're below the rim yeah <laughs> um what kind of russell westbrook is think that? about it if he couldn't jump if he couldn't jump yeah i feel like that's like Half his game, though. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not saying I'm that good. You're a poor man's Russell Westbrook? Yeah, yeah, All right, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What's your 2K build? The, my, my player? Yeah. Like, I mean, do you build the same as you? Kind of, yeah. Floor spacing slasher. That's mm. what it's called. Um, I can dunk. 94 dunk. 92-3. I have no defense, though. I just let the other guys play defense. We play zone. In 2K, 2-3 zone, you know, I'm in the bottom corner kind of protect myself from getting cooked. Just get my hands up on threes. But um, we take it pretty serious, honestly. Who's your squad? Nick McLeod. Shout out Nick McLeod. He plays for the Giants. Um, and then, like, a bunch of uh, – Jamie on Franklin plays Duke, plays D-Tackle for Duke, went to Notre Dame with me. Um, and a bunch of other guys that we know. But we, we take it pretty serious. Take Are you guys serious. any good? I think our pro, do you know what Pro-Am is? Mm-hmm. Our Pro-Am record probably is like 40 and two right now. Trying to get ranked in the world. We'll see. After the season. I'm 100% not the best player on the team too. I'm probably Who's like- Who's the best player? Nick McLeod. He'll probably, get, he'll give us like 30 and 15 every game. It gets, it gets serious. I we'll be talking like- If you're getting into video games, I, you gotta I, learn. I miss, I miss what the frick y'all even talk. I thought you were talking about- bro. You're talking about video games. Okay. We are. Yeah, we are talking yeah, yeah, about video I, games. I lost it for a second. Um, <laughs> what's that? Pro-Am. I'm over here thinking I'm tripping Foul. right now. I, I try to get Derek on the phone here. Um, yeah, 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 I think my game's, uh, I'm a, I'm a uh, yeah, no, not basketball. <laughs> what do you call Diddy? And I'm, I'm still figuring out who I am. Still figuring out who I am. Um, I will be Twitch streaming um, on a channel near you. So... Tune into that. Um, yeah, that's my pitch. I will be playing soon. Would you ever invite him to your team? Casually, yeah. I'd be try- I'd be confused how to work it. I'd be because I got this. My dude set me up on that computer, and I'd be like, bro, I don't know how to play on a computer. Why don't you just put the? He got wires everywhere. It is. I'll give him credit. It's pretty confusing. Yeah, he got it. Daggum. I'm like, sheesh. I used to just turn on that PlayStation and it just goes to the TV. Yeah. Now I gotta unplug a cord, put it to the controller, and then it be <sighs> soon streaming near you. <laughs> have you have you guys ever played Immaculate Grid? 
I play it every day. You do? You want to do it right now? I, I have a custom one. Oh, you have a custom one? All right, yeah. let's do it. Oh, right. I thought it Mac I do a Maxley Grid, Wordle, Podal, Weddle. I don't even know what the frick y'all are talking um, about. You do what? Have Cross. you ever gotten yourself on Weddle? No. They don't no. use it? No, I'm, I'm not him yet. <laughs> um, All right, here's our grid. So okay. we got Notre Dame. Kyle went there. Bama, Texas, Raven. So you need to name a player that played at Texas. <laughs> Marlon's that like has a hundred thousand Instagram followers. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Check that. You think he definitely has hundred thousand? He for sure has hundred k. If I do, Earl Thomas. Nah, but we are looking at it. it's the the new players, like the young kids. Oh, and, oh like, young boys. I mean, they have more followers. Quinn Ewers. Yeah. Earl Thomas is one point one mil. He got bro, he was in the Legion style. of Boom, He's bro. He's an LOB there. He was him at the... They're goaded. Um, right. And you get credit for not picking the obvious one. So, like, Bijan right oh, now. Oh, yeah, the rarity the score. Yeah. Okay, so good job. I, Alabama, 100K. Najee Harris. There we go. Nice. Najee Harris. AJ McCarron. All right. Mm. Heisman, winner, non-quarterback. Uh, I would go with... Um, oh, non-quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking uh, Vince Young. He didn't win. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he's also a quarterback. I knew that. So you're <laughs> actually not even close. I was thinking of Colt McCoy. He's also a quarterback. He didn't win. And didn't win it. <laughs> he was there, though. He did play at Texas. Maybe. That's a good good. He was at the Heisman? He didn't come around. Finals. Wait. Who? Oh, y'all had a running back. Was it Earl Campbell? Earl Campbell. Yeah. Or Ricky Williams. I actually didn't know either one of those guys' names, actually. All right, give us, finish it out. Give us a Raven. And a Raven that played for the Texas would be... Don't do the obvious. The Texas. Oh, that's just played for the Ravens before. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah, all I got is Justin Tucker. I can't think of anybody else. Deshaun Dagum Elliott. Also, literally and Earl Thomas. <laughs> and Earl. And, Earl and Duve. Duvernay. Goodness Duvernay. gracious. Before your time. God, I wasn't a Ravens fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Cameron Dicker was a Raven for like two days. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who that is. Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Oh. I did. All right, no Kyle, idea. give me a no Heisman winner non-quarterback. Easy money. Um, I'm going for the rarity. Who's probably more rare? Probably Mark Ingram more rare than Smitty, right? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There Mark we go. Ingram. Give me an Alabama Raven. There's only there's only a couple. Yeah, get the rarity though. Can you name a, the Alabama player who was in Sergio Kindle's draft class for the Ravens? What year was that? Oh uh twenty ten. He was a nose tackle. Big guy. Real big. No, I can't name him. I was going to say CJ Mosley. There we go. CJ, that works. There we go. Stop playing. And Marlon. Terrence Cody. Do you know that T name? T. Cody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bought the little uh, field goal block one time. Yeah. All right. Can you do the Notre Dame slot? Honey K. Um, who's that dude that used to play linebacker for us? Oh, Rodney? That's obvious, though. I don't think Rodney has 100K. Oh, really? Who else went to Northern Dame? Throw him like Miles an Boykin. Shout out. Miles Boykin. What's that linebacker? <laughs> I don't think he played for the Ravens either. I know. I was talking. Why does he play for Ravens? 
Yeah. But Man, he was like, Teo. Oh, no, no, what about the guy that was on our team? Yeah. What about the guy that was on our team? No, that's a good. That's a good. Who's that linebacker? D started with a D. Dalen Hayes. Dalen doesn't have 100 k followers. All right, Manti Teo. I watched his little documentary. It was crazy, bro. He really got finessed. Yeah. Heisman winner, non-QB. <laughs> I mean, he really got finessed. Like, I didn't know he got finessed like that. Yeah, he got finessed heavy. And that Samoan, bro. Like, Samoan, you don't think a Samoan going to do you like that. <laughs> no, for real. Like, they're loyal. They well, Okay, I don't know much about the Samoan people, but they seem really loyal from yeah. the outside looking in. And, like, you're not going to think a Samoan honey going to do you like that. I don't think Manti is Samoan. I think he's Hawaiian. Actually, I think he is Samoan. All right. You know, the Hawaiian, Samoan, that culture. The polys. Polys. That culture seems really tight. They keep it in the family. That is true. And the lady was Samoan. What was it? Dude? Or Hawaiian. Yeah, it wasn't a lady. Well, the man, you're just not going to think she's going to do like that. I didn't see the doc. Was he Samoan or was he poly? I think, he, no, he was poly. He, he ended up coming out, I think, as a female. Yeah, he's transgender now. Oh, he's transgender yeah. now. Transgender now. And he tried to stop it. I forgot why he he killed himself. It was like almost like an addiction. No. I mean, he didn't kill him. He killed the person. The person died. Wait, what? Then they came back to life. The fake person died. Oh, he, he killed faked the death of the girl. Because that's what I'm saying. He was like, dang, this is messed up, right? Wait, while they were dating. Because I'm doing this to him. Like, he did, like, his yeah. conscience, because that's Samoan. So, man, I thought his girlfriend died. And then she what? came back to life, right? And then she came back to life. So whatever happened, he was like, bro, I can't do my Samoan, my Hawaiian family like this. Then I don't think it was that sympathetic. I think it was a little more calculated than that. Nah, bro. I feel like he was just like, bro, I can't do my people like this. And then <laughs> I can't remember why he ended up coming back to life, though. Anyway, he got finessed. Look, that's why if you ain't met her, don't wife her. But the rest, daggum, I don't know anybody else know that. All right. But, you don't know the Heisman non-Cuban? I can't even think of a single Northern Dame Heisman winner. Do you know? Tim Brown. Tim Brown. See, I, I didn't, I don't know ball. But I started watching ball when I got in the league. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is college. I don't watch Northern Dame. SEC ball over here, baby. Come on. Manti Teo lost to Alabama in the championship. Yeah. You worry about the wrong stuff. Yeah, yeah. Better get your mind right when you're coming against that tie. Come on now. <laughs> Marlon said he thought he was going to be drafted by the Titans. Did you have any clue where yeah, you were going to be drafted? there we go. Let's hear it. I had no clue. The day of the draft, I knew it was, I was thinking between 7 and 14. Went 14. Um, but I'm, I play safety, so I was like, it's kind of a devalued position going into the draft. Um, so I have really had no clue, like, whether a team would, quote, unquote, fall in love with me and then draft me or, uh, but the Ravens told me if I was at 14, they were going to pick me, so I, Thought that was kind of the floor, but you never really know going to the draft process because yeah. people will say they'll pick you. And um, but Jordan Davis went before me, thirteen to the Eagles. I've told them them the story before, but we're in the green room and my agent is talking to the, I think the Eagles GM. It was like Houston had the thirteenth pick at the time. They're like, if you don't trade up, the Texans are about to pick Kyle at thirteen, and so they traded up, and everybody's like, oh shit, like I'm going to the Eagles. And then they picked Jordan Davis. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, damn. And then luckily Ravens picked me next, and here we are. What was your – was there ever a moment at the draft when you thought to yourself, what happens if I don't get drafted? <laughs> like, what, 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 like, the camera's been on me. 
you know, I look good. I got my family here. Well, what? T- tell us about once that seventh pick, you said you were going seven to 14. When seven hits, you're like, oh no. Was it eighth pick? And you're like, oh no. 12th, 11th, where? Tell us about your thoughts. Um, well, the green room is kind of interesting because, and you didn't go, you were at home, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I've actually never really talked to anyone about the green room, actually. You're the first. Um, so it's kind of interesting how it's set up. There's like little pods all over the place with family and stuff, obviously. And then, so the first couple picks, like you knew, we all knew Trayvon Walker was going to go one. Hutch was going to go two. And then like three kind of thought Stingley was going three. So yeah. Sting went three. And then after that, like everybody's clapping for everybody. And then it just is silent and you can hear a pin drop. And then everybody's just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then you just hear a family like erupt, start cheering. You're like, all right, not this pick. <laughs> Same thing. There were people in there like crying. There were players in there crying. Because um, they hadn't been drafted. Because they hadn't been picked. Wow. Did you, do you walk back through there after? No, you go on stage, do all the pictures with the commissioner and stuff like that. And then you go out greet the fans, do a ton of media, and then you're free to go. Honestly, I was like, I had a ton of people there, a ton of friends that had like a watch party at, um, what's the swim thing in Vegas? The mm, big, the swim, America? yeah. Oh, stadium swim. Stadium yeah. swim. Wait, I think it was at stadium swim. No, no, no. Um, Wasn't the Vegas when you were supposed to get on a boat and go across water? We were supposed like to do that, but. With COVID or something? But I don't know what happened. You weren't COVID. You weren't a COVID. No. Um, but honestly, I was in there like, I know, I know I'm going to get picked. And but I wasn't really stressing about I, I, I knew I was going to get picked, but I wasn't really stressing like where I was going to go. I was like, if I told myself 15 years ago, that I was going to go first round in the NFL draft. Like I wouldn't care where I went. So, um, but honestly I was like, I just want to get picked so I can go like be with my friends and stuff and get lit and enjoy the night. That's what I was going to ask you. His draft night story is lame. He didn't yeah, I know. You probably just stayed at home and. But you went out in Vegas. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. It was a time. And then. Did you have to pay for that? For going out, yeah, yeah. Um, so who's it was worth who, it? Who's though. nice better? <laughs> <laughs> it was worth. I went it. It bought, was like a once couple in a bottles. I may spend one hundred and fifty. You spent probably. If the draft was in Vegas, you would have gone to. Where was your draft at? Yeah, but it's- I wasn't going to the draft. Yes, you period. Were. If it was in Vegas, you would. No, gone. I wasn't. Because I'm not going to sit there and dag um. It's pick, it's, it's pick, it's pick 31. You're like, yep, this, this next one's going to be me. <laughs> I know this next one's going to be me. I'm, I, I know it. it's going to be 32. God's plan. No. And then you, like, think about those guys. I'll, think about. So you didn't at think some you point, were going first round. No, I, I mean, you just never freaking know. I mean, I wasn't Mr. Unicorn over here. Yeah. You know, I talked to EDC for the draft. He's over here salivating at the mouth, dagging about Mr. Kyle Hamilton. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like. I don't think that's true. That is true. Because they record phone calls and EDC said you were salivating. No, I wasn't salivating about crap. He goes, huh? it's, you know, it's recorded. He goes, he goes, it's, you know, <laughs> is it not? Is he it goes, not? you know, me. I've actually he never goes, seen that. Because your family's actually, he's like, you know, his family reminds me a little bit about you. You know, he, he reminds me a little about you. You know what I mean? He's like, man, this guy is da, da, da. But they didn't think you'd be there. They didn't think he, that guy'd be there. So, I mean, shoot, he had a really good chance at actually getting drafted. I was just. You know, Alabama got a daggum history of Alabama draft pick corners. We struggled in the league. We struggled in the league. Can't play a deep ball. Can't play a deep ball. <laughs> hey, the baller in college, bench player in the league. So I'm over here like, hope these guys in the past don't they don't, don't affect me. So, shoot. I didn't think I was going to get drafted. <laughs> but I also, like I said, it comes back to media day. I don't want to do all the phony cameras and doing that and got to do this and got to do that. 
And now that did pay you nice, I, I would imagine. You probably made about, what, 100K during, draft, during draft week? Oh, you make a good amount of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Traffic. Especially so, if it's in Vegas, there's a bunch of activations and stuff. You're you're busy though. Like I was in Vegas nah, for six days, five, either. six days. This is way too long in Vegas. And then let's talk about the viral. Hey. So you want me to talk about the handshake? I guess? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, First off, everyone doesn't tell everyone about the handshake. So I do have a girlfriend, Reese. Shout out to Reese. Reese Dom. Uh, went to. Marriage school together in Atlanta, Georgia, seventh grade, first class science. It's kind of a sweet love story we got going on. But she sat across from me in science. So I knew her in seventh grade. I was 12. Started dating sophomore year. What was the, what was the, what was the line? Was the, the one vibe? line of that got her. The one line of that got her. I actually can't share that. What's the square root of an atom? <laughs> the square root of an atom? Yeah. That's not a thing. That's what you yeah, said to her? That, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, silly Kyle. That's <laughs> not a thing. Yeah. No, we were, um, knew each other in seventh grade. Well, you're not going to tell us? Dating to, <laughs> it's a secret? No, I'm not it was secret. seventh grade. It couldn't have been that crazy. I didn't have a pickup line. We didn't start uh, dating until sophomore year. But okay, well, you got to remember, what was one of the first encounters? I mean, you guys got a great love story. Let's hear about it, man. This, this is rare in this day and age. Tell us something about your one of y'all's first interaction when you spilled your drink and had her pick it up, clean it up. You know, like she was something. actually dating. <laughs> got funny. Shout out Alex Spiegel. He was one of my best friends growing up. He's actually dating him freshman year. I was with somebody else freshman year. Okay, that's okay. Then. Recent Alex broke up. Reese broke up with Alex, and then going into our sophomore year of summer. I was a single man, you know. I was feeling myself. Just got my permit. Just got my permit so I could drive with adults in the car. So, uh, and then I kind of slid in Reese's Snapchat. And then Alex got mad. So mm -hmm. me and Alex were beefing for like two days. <laughs> Not a very long time. But kind of a joke looking back on it that he was like, he's always like, well, I dated her first, whatever. But uh yeah, but yeah, we started dating sophomore year, dated all through college. She's living with me now in Baltimore, and we had this handshake that we made up. I think it was like junior year of high school. Oh, wow. And that thing went the dab, on for a while. The dab was popping then, so you did all the handshake, and then you hit the dab. We said, uh, and one of her friends suggested to her that we should do it when I get drafted, so did a little handshake, hit the dab, and then... Just kind of went viral from there. And me and you talked about there's a viral wedding video that you'll have to put with this no, clip as bro, well. Don't. He wants to kind of do a dance similar to that when they get married. No, that's not um, a thing. So tell us about that. So there's this dance. This girl went viral. Um, she was white doing like a hip hop dance. Very hip hoppy. Very hip hoppy. <laughs> and Marlon naturally sent it to me and said, your girlfriend Reese, who is also white, <laughs> should also do this hip hoppy dance. And I told him no. And I showed Reese and she also said, heck no. And it's better to go viral at the draft for your girlfriend doing a good thing versus like what CD had two phones. Love. Facts. That would have been super awkward. That's probably like a relationship killer right there. Yeah. You can't you can't on, get over on that live one. TV. Yeah, snatch the phone out of her hand. That's kind of boss move though. At the same time, yeah, he, that's his. That's his situation. She, yeah, yeah, we don't even it. know what happened there. So it's you, not speculating. That could have been their Vegas, thing. The night you got drafted, mm -hmm. and then you had to be at the facility the next. Yeah, time. so we went out Zook nightclub. Um, Zook. Shout out to Zook Z O U K. 
I guess we are giving free pub today, but um, g Easy was actually performing there. So we had like a section on the stage. I can show you pictures after, but um, g Easy was literally performing like, if I'm right here, g Easy is performing like where you are. Um, and then his security was like, like they put my name on the screen and stuff, like said like congrats, Kyle was cool or whatever. I had all my friends there. And so I went up there, adapt them up, whatever, talked for like maybe 20 seconds. So it was cool. And have you seen New Girl? Yeah. Um, what's what's Winston's name in real life? I don't know his name. Yeah, but Winston. we saw Winston walking out of the nightclub and then said what's up to him. We're like, yo, you're Winston from New Girl. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Took a picture with Winston. And at this time, it's like three in the morning. I had a flight at like 4.15 or something. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to get the PJ. I'm like, oh, we, yeah, we went first round. Like, Bashadi's going to send the PJ. Like, I was like, B5 on Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my whole family on Southwest. Bashadi's not sending that PJ. He's no, solid, loving as owner, but he's going to send that Southwest. <laughs> we, I think the PJ was like in the Bahamas or something. I was like, whatever. That excuse, yeah. he ain't sending that PJ. Yeah, yeah. But that's um, okay But yeah, took Southwest. Are you hungover? 15. I was hurting the next day. Yeah. I was hurting. Yeah. You know, put the put the business face on though. Did all the media, all that stuff. Uh it was a long day though. Everybody was tired and but and then Tyler was also there. Tyler got drafted oh, first right. round. But he's like coming from Iowa and they're like, they just packed the corn up and came from the farm. <laughs> I'm coming from like Vegas and I'm hurting bad, like on the plane. It was kind of funny, but um I recovered. It was a long day though. And then you got to throw out the first pitch. Another thing Marlon didn't get to do. You You know he has beef with the Orioles? Are you a baseball fan? No. I was not. I didn't watch any. I watched more pro sports getting in the league than. We're taking him to a game. I did. Ever. Because he doesn't believe how lit it gets. gets, You've been to a Braves game. I'm a Braves fan. Braves goes crazy. They ain't got nothing on us. You got to go to the Braves game. Have you been to a Braves game? I haven't. It's oh, that dog goes crazy. I yeah, didn't really know I'm that. I'm telling you, the Orioles, I hope they're playing the World Series. Dude, this I is a so regular time. I went there. The Orioles is this regular will season? be one of the rowdiest playoff environments this season. Bro, you haven't been to a Braves game. Whenever I usually do the baseball immaculate grid. Yeah. I do like football, baseball, basketball, soccer. You know golf. baseball like that? I know it pretty well. Can y'all stop this weirdo? What the crap are y'all talking about? It's baseball. You need it's a culture. It's immaculate grid and but you didn't, wordle you and didn't noodle. You off the mound for your first pitch. It was weird. They told me I couldn't. Really? Yeah. They said don't step on the white line, which is like, obviously, yeah. that's baseball um, superstition. I'm going to step on that joint on purpose when, when yeah, we Yeah, don't do that. Um, and then they said don't step on the mound because the grounds crew uh, were weird about it. But I was like, all right, do I try? And Trey Mancini, who's Notre Dame, went to Notre uh, Dame. He caught the pitch. And... I'm like, all right, do I try to just throw a strike? Do I try to get some velo on it and like give it a little oomph? Yeah. You I, did you I play just, baseball? It looked it. a little feminine, honestly. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed with it. It was probably topped out at like 50 miles an hour, the throw, if not even, probably like 45. Did you play baseball growing up? Yeah. Uh, Why did you Up until middle it? school. I just want to throw a strike. It was right down the middle. It was. It was a dot. <laughs> Guys, so the next segment we're doing here, we uh, there's a lot of plays being made on Sundays. And we call a player who's made a fairly big play. I mean, there's a lot of different contestants this week. I mean, there was interceptions. There was pick sixes. There was big man touchdowns. There was little man touchdowns. There was touchdowns all over the field. There was defensive stops. There was, I don't even know if there was a safety, but there was a safety. There was a safety. Punt returns, kick returns. Everything happens every week. Today, we're going to call a very unusual person throwing a touchdown. No other than the guy we're about to listen to now. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Derek, sir, we're going to turn you to the camera. And we need, yesterday you had an interesting day. 
you, you we know you score and run a lot of touchdowns, but you got the football and threw a touchdown. Yes. We would like to know how much you've been working on your arm, what went into that, what you saw. Did you read the safety, come down? You know, all those things that you as a quarterback man now does to make that play happen. Yeah, um, you know, so guys, I really take my quarterback play pretty seriously. Um, I'm six for seven right now, oh, 25 yards and four touchdowns. I don't know any other running back that has those stats. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been working pretty well. Um, we got to rep it a little bit during the week. And um, I told the young rook, I was like, everybody I've I thrown it to made me look good. So, you know, the pressure's <laughs> on you. And it was his first first touchdown. So, I thought he did a pretty good job. And usually when I'm a wildcat, um, you know, we would probably run it before we throw it. So, I, we anticipated the defense, you know, flowing with me wherever I, wherever I went. And we had a lot of guys, a couple guys in there that were decoys. So it set up pretty nicely. And um, I did a little jump, a little flick of the wrist, and it turned to six points. Now, let me also ask you this. Being that, you know, the running back market right now, currently, it is what it is. But now that you're throwing touchdowns, do you think running backs should get paid more because you guys are more versatile than what you guys are getting paid? Um, well, I know whenever that time comes to negotiate. Yes. My arm is definitely going to be uh, in that conversation because yes, um, I mean you're six you know, or seven. It's, like it's been pretty successful, so exactly. I think teams and team should take that into consideration. Um, I take it very seriously, and I think when it's about time to talk about contracts and, and things like that, you look at Christian yesterday scoring four, going crazy. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that you know we're important and um, make a, a wonderful impact for our teams and for the game. Mr. Henry, sir, we, we I have one more question. Okay, we got one more question here. Derek, oh. with 100 tries, based off what you see on the screen, do you think I could tackle you? You? Yeah, yeah, him. 100 tries? Yeah. You probably need 250. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Henry, we we appreciate your time, sir. Keep throwing touchdowns, except when we play you, hopefully. Um, but, uh, sir, we, we appreciate your time. Go running backs, and uh, thank you, sir. All right, last <laughs> segment is Analyst Humph. And all all our squads have big games this week. Talk to, talk to the people. Guys, Analyst Humph here. Um, you know... I ring the, I answer the bell. The bell gets rang, I answer it, okay? And it's come to my attention that, you know, I mean, basically the, the people are saying, it's easy to pick the team that's going to win. Oh, that's super easy. Pick the spread since you're so good, analyst. Hey, I'm working on it, okay? Give me another week, and pretty soon it'll be, hey, you want your picks? I got them here. Anyway, analyst hump, once again, six for six. Six for five and one, four and two, four and two. Same thing. Doesn't really matter. I'm still batting. 12 what, and two last three weeks. What is that percentage wise? 12. No, four, four and two. 
four and two. 66%. That's sixty-six percent, guys. Yeah, come on, now. that's that's a D plus. Okay, doesn't really matter. <laughs> I do this. So this week we got. Uh, I don't even know the slates right now, but you're about to tell me the slates. That's how that works. And I, we're gonna I, use our guest picker though. Oh yeah, we got a guest picker today. It's like game day. This is, is game day. This, this is, is game day. day. This, this is don't, this ain't game no, day. this is like, this is game This is Anna's Hump. No Pat McAfee. This is Anna's Hump. Yeah. Hump. Hump or hump? Do you want to touch that? Because if you touch that, whoa, be careful though. Yeah, it's hot. <sighs> Notre Dame travels to the undefeated Louisville Cardinals. Ooh. Bow, bow, bow. Give us the pick. Um... You know, I actually played my first game ever of college at Louisville. Um, So we won that game, and I think it's more of the same. Irish coming on top. I agree. I agree. I think uh, Louisville, Lamar Jackson ain't walking through that daggum door. That's true. Rudy ain't walking out for Northern Dame, but I think you guys can take care of Louisville. (laughs) So I uh, I agree with that one right there. I agree with that one. Okay. LSU at Mizzou. LSU, oh, you're going first. Uh, like I said, I grew up an LSU fan, so I'm always going to root for the Tigers. Room for Brian Kelly, who's my old coach. Shout out to Tigers, though. The G-A-U, G-E-A-U-X Tigers. Go Tigers. Gooks Tigers, man. He said it best, um, man. LSU really came off a true letdown against Ole Miss, man. I think they have a really nice bounce back against Kyle's old coach. Um, no, with Kyle's old coach. Well, I'm, I'm saying, wait, no, Kyle's old coach. Yeah, he coached for LSU, and they will be beating Missouri, whoever their coaches. I know, but I'm I'm saying I was I was no, saying you made it seem like he's at Mizzou. Oh, did I? Yeah, you're good though. Yeah, respect. I, I really no, I, you're chilling. No, you're chilling. Okay. I don't know how Next I did. I literally said you're Kyle's going. old coach. <laughs> you're going to LSU though. Yeah, you're going to LSU. Against LSU's burned you. This Screw season. you guys. With Kyle's old coach, Gooks Tigers. Are you sure LSU's burned you a couple? LSU times. is poo. It's poo. I thought I thought they're going to win that to see somehow. Yeah. And they have completely just... Who does win the SEC? That's what the problem with LSU. They always get too daggum cocky and arrogant. That's what. That's all it is. The worst part about watching the LSU football team is right here. I this guy makes it. a tackle. <sighs> this guy makes a tackle. Before he can even get up to celebrate, two other guys are, ah, I'm him! Dude, it was a solo tackle. You didn't even touch him. <laughs> you didn't even help the play at all. And you're over here celebrating 40 yards away in the end zone tomorrow. <clears throat> <sighs> Let me get me started. PQ it? still does that. Yeah. PQ will take off 40 yards. Now you wonder why you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> now you wonder why you're tired. That is true. Okay, proceed, proceed. Kentucky Sorry. at Georgia. Georgia had a little scare, but they snuck it out against Auburn. Georgia's Kentucky just steamrolled somebody last week. Florida. Florida. Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they're coming off. They're too I'm high. I'm going with Georgia. I'll go 24... 20. 35-14. 24-20. Dogs. No, actually, take it back. Go dogs. 35-13. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it a night game? We don't I think know. so. I think it's a 7 o'clock, but I'm not positive. Does that change it for you? No, honestly, I was wondering. What made, you change, what made you take a point away? Two field goals. Yeah. No, no two touchdowns. Two though. field goals. Okay. Seven PM in Georgia. In Athens. Saturday in Athens. 35-14. Go dogs. 35-13. Alabama travels to AM, two and a half point favorites. That's it? How dare them? How dare these Vegas people? <laughs> Guys, let me tell you this. I was pretty low on Bama. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. You know, I started off thinking they were strong. Then I kind of hit a little 
bumpy road, bumpy road, bumpy road. And then someone told me this. When Bama's got teams like this, they win national championships. And I thought to myself, no. But <laughs> I am kind of starting to believe it a little more. I think they're finding their stride. The, the wheels almost hit a halt, but now they're feeling their slide. Bama's going to win that thing in a blowout now. Bama's going to win that thing in a blowout now. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be at least. Look, Texas woke him up. Actually, Texas didn't wake him up. USF woke him up which is quite embarrassing, but it doesn't matter who wakes you up as long as you get up in the morning and put two feet on the ground. My high school coach told me this. The hardest thing about waking up in the morning is putting two feet on the ground. And I tell you what, I tell you what, if he ain't lying, he ain't lying because that is the hardest part about a morning. Oh, sometimes, you know, you you're a little so, had a bad day the day before. Don't matter what happened. Oh, let me just get 10 more minutes. Now you didn't miss two hours. Now you're late for work. Put them two feet on that ground. And you'll be get going. I'm telling you. You don't want to do this. Get on the feet. Boom. Pop up. Alabama by 14. Amen. Um, I think Alabama wins by a wide, wide margin. Really? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Amen. I feel like AM's going to win and win that side of the conference. <sighs> or crazy? No. No, no, no. They're not going to You win. also think Texas is a good football team. Well, that's, I told the, you, they're that's not a college good game day. Team. Oklahoma, Texas in Dallas. You go first because we already know he can't remove What's that bias. one? Is that Red River? Red River. Red I'll River. I'll be there. I'll be there in the stands. Um, bye, 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 Oklahoma, bye. Texas. I'm going to go OU. I believe in Dylan Gabriel. What I believe in Brent Venables' defense. I'm going to go OU. I'm not sure why I did guns for Red River robbery, but it seemed, yeah. it seemed appropriate, but not really. What is the Red River robbery? Oh, they called it the Red River shootout. Oh, then, there it is. But then... Politics. Oh, there's always no game. Seems like they're always a shootout. Yeah, I don't know why, but let me tell you this, man. That that quarterback that I did know who what he was at the beginning of the year at Oklahoma, man, he can spin it. He can he can spin it. What's his name? Taylor Gabriel. Dylan. Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. He can spin it. Taylor Gabriel. Dude. He was like a receiver for the Falcons like hey, eight years ago. Yeah, he was that's number eighteen, right? <laughs> yep. That dude can spin it. Quinn Ewers. He can make it spin some, but that Gabriel, spin it. I, I, I mean, Texas, look, they've been getting by. They've been getting by. They've been getting by. It, you can only get by for so long. You get enough cracks in the foundation, I guarantee you need to replace it. Oklahoma comes in. Where's it at? Dallas. Neutral. Oh, it's always neutral. Oklahoma comes into Dallas, Texas. They come up in the yo state, in the yo state, and tell you how to make cornbread. I like Oklahoma and Texas really starts to rebuild because they were ne never built strong from the beginning. Got an early win over Bama. That wasn't anything. Oklahoma wins that football game with ease in a shootout fashion. Do you want to bet the jersey again? How many games Let's do you be want real. to show The jersey the bet is? didn't count. I didn't even do a counter bet because I there, there, there was a fluke. It was a complete fluke. So no, I ain't betting anything. But watch Oklahoma and my boy Taylor Gabriel go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And that's why I get that, that. That's endless hump. And you better believe that and trust in that. Whatever the spread is, Oklahoma's going to pick the Oklahoma side. They're underdogs. Pick the money line. <laughs> pick the money line, baby. Let's go. Dadgummit. Uh, that's endless hump. That's punchline pod. That's Kyle Hamilton. Kyle, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you Boom. for having me. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. We got a special guest again. We're guessing it up. And if we don't have a guest, we will have an imaginary guest. So either way, <laughs> tune in next week.